I enjoyed listening to Titans Radio coming back from the airport and yes. driving around town, running errands uh, <laughs> yesterday. So good. Went back and watched the game this morning. Uh, Mike Keith always knocks it out with Coach Mack. And, and Coach Mack had me, Mike. Uh, at one point, he was, what was he talking about? A Ford Rooster? <laughs> Ford over Rooster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you were even like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't have the first clue what that meant. Ford over Rooster. You, you have I think he this? made that up. I don't. I don't think that's really <laughs> a thing. I, think I know. Whenever he makes something up, he just says that's ah, a West Texas thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that's what he can do, and we don't know any different. <laughs> yeah. So literally, it means a Ford running over a rooster. That's correct. A Ford running over. Why not? You know, why not a Nissan running over a rooster <laughs> or a, a Chevy running over? I mean, who knows? But Ford over rooster. Trying to get a car deal. Uh, and boy, I tell you something, Roberson did oh. absolutely, absolutely lay the wood to Carlos Hyde. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I'd still probably dizzy on that one. It took him a minute I'm to get tell up. You, I'm going to tell you, Derek Roberson, um, they've been waiting on this sort of switch to go off in him. You know, he had a couple sacks at the end of 2019, and we thought, okay, you know, maybe this guy's going to be something special. Because he's got some some real get off on the edge. He has good speed coming off the edge. Yeah, and then he kind of disappears and he's hurt and he gets a chance to play early in the year and he doesn't really show up. And uh, the last two games, I mean, even in the New England game, he played some good football and uh, he showed up a bunch yesterday. It was very very impressive. There were three consecutive plays at one point during the second half where he was in coverage. He, he was up right. the field. There were three consecutive plays I was like, oh, man. And there were a lot of guys that had runs like that in yesterday's game. Well, and he he played special teams as well. He had a special teams tackle. And that was one of Roberson's problems early on is they were playing other guys over him on Sunday. They were active because he wasn't a good enough special teams player. And it's it's as if he's decided, you know what, I want to do this for a living. Um, and do it well. Uh, and, and, I mean, if he keeps giving them something down the stretch with these, you know, at, at some point we're going to get Bud Dupree back and, yeah. you know, you're starting to see if he, I mean, what they're going to do with Zach Cunningham, I have no idea how they will utilize him. I, I mean, listen, he's violent. He, he gets there in an ill humor. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's over when he gets there. I mean, he doesn't just tackle a guy. I mean, people go backwards when Zach Cunningham hits them. They they got a few guys like that right now, which is kind of an exciting thing as we head down the stretch. He's a Ford over rooster guy. <laughs> he is a Ford over <laughs> serious rooster guy. Mike yeah, Keith, whatever that is. Voice of the Titans with us on 3HL. Uh, Mike, something stood out to a lot of people, I think, yesterday. First home shutout since 2000. That That is an amazing stat. Since the uh, the the Christmas game against the Cowboys. That would have had to have been it. Yeah, the 24 to nothing. That was uh, Speaking of that, so that was the big Ford game. That was the Henry Ford game. <laughs> so Henry Ford, that's a game Dallas, uh, Dallas onside kick to begin the game. And it didn't matter. They were playing Anthony Wright at quarterback. Yes. He, just got, he just got mushed all night long. And we didn't do much on offense. That was to clinch home field and to become the number one defense in the NFL with the shutout. And Keith Bullock caught a pass intended for Emmett Smith and returned it for a touchdown. But Henry Ford picked up a fumble, 
and realized he wasn't touched and went rambling into the end zone. And uh, Ford, Henry Ford is a really good defensive lineman. He had a little bit of a weight problem. And he went to Jeff Fisher late in that season, and he said, you know, Jeff, he said, I'm trying to lose weight so I can make weight so I can stop getting fined. He's like, why don't you just go ahead and take the money out of my check every week because I'm going to quit trying to do that because I feel weak. I just I feel so weak I'm not playing well. And so Ford, Big Ford gained his weight back, and I guess he got fined every week, but he played really good ball down the stretch, eating whatever he wanted. I like that, was that. A, that was a great nugget. Out of Arkansas, Henry Ford, yeah. good player. Anthony Wright out of South Carolina. Anthony Wright out of South Carolina, well done. All right. Uh, Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, eight yards rushing allowed. That, that's what Slay kept saying for yeah, the show, eight he, yards allowed. We talk about this on the OTP, just spoiler alert. What are you doing running the ball eight times? Yeah. You got a rookie quarterback. You rushed for 198 yards against us last time. I, I mean, seriously? I couldn't believe it, right? Yeah. You only tried to run eight times? Wow. I was dumbfounded by that. that and, Mike, Keith, that's what I was, I was saying right before you came on. This team, this Jaguars team, looks like a team that's broken. Like you don't, I, I don't know where the disconnect is. I, I have a, I have a, a inkling of where hunt? it may be. <laughs> yeah, but like outside of that hunch was hunched <laughs> over a lot yesterday. Yeah, outside of him, like what's going on with the other position coaches and things like that? It's like they they can't fire him up anymore, man. And I I, I related it to similar um, to how University of Tennessee was with Jeremy Pruitt there and and needing a new energy involved to jolt that team because they got talent man like we, we talked about do. the defense I mean, they, up to it. you know they got some dudes on defense too mm -hmm. i mean they made they they made some nice plays the titans didn't try a lot yesterday because they got ahead mm -hmm. but i mean they played some good football on defense they got after it and i, th I still think they've got their quarterback yeah. i i'm a i'm a firm believer trevor lawrence is the real thing to me, that's one of the biggest parts of where they are is whatever they're going to do going forward, they have to make whatever decision that needs to be made to make sure that his growth is not stunted because he is a real talent. And to see him late in that ball game trying to do some of the things he was trying to do, that's not him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Um Man, I can't even ask you, Mike. I just went blank. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> and that was a good answer. It happens coach. to me. It happens to me Mike. all the time now, Ryan. Golly. Just wait. It'll get worse. Mike, we've gotten some messages from people that, that wow. complained about the offense that they saw yesterday. And and I would argue that sure. I would argue that they actually kind of, in my view, played more to the what the system probably should be without Derrick Henry yesterday than, than they have in a while. That well, they protected they the ball. I mean, they they right. ran the ball, at, right. at least enough to to get you from being behind the sticks. You know what I mean? Well, you're in a game right there. I mean, everybody's talking about Belichick the other night against Buffalo passing three times. Belichick played to win the game. That's what he did. That's what the Titans did yesterday. The only way the Titans lose that game once they're up ten to nothing is to make a big mistake. And you're, you're just not going to try to make a big mistake. The other thing you do, too, is 
You got some production in the first half out of Julio Jones. Then you basically got him out of the game. Great. Great. He got in there. He got some work. He caught four balls. He he was able to finish the game. Everything's good. And now he moves on another week. But that whole thing, I mean, situation dictates. And the most important thing for me, and I said it on your show last week, the most important thing for the Tennessee Titans was to beat Jacksonville by playing a clean game. Winning was obviously the most important no matter what. But they needed to play clean. Guess what they did? They played clean. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that anybody's going to beat them if they keep playing clean. Because I think the defense will continue to get better. And as the parts come back to the offense, you know, they had three nice drives in the first half. Mm -hmm. Three really nice drives. One ended in a missed field goal, granted. But when they were trying to throw the ball, when they had Julio Jones in the game, they were doing a few things, you're like, okay, this, this works just fine. In the second half, hey, if it doesn't work, punt it back to them. Mm-hmm. Because the main thing is win the ball game, don't make a mistake, don't open the door. Now, does that sound like General Nealon kicking on third down in 1938? <laughs> yes. But sometimes, as the Belichick theory shows, Sometimes that's what you do to win the game, and that's all that counts. I remember Johnny Majors doing that, too. Quick kick on third Quick down. Quick kick? Yep. Sure. Mo- moving forward, um, and, and you mentioned the clean game. Tannehill uh, protected the football, and that was a, a big part of it with, you sure. know, he felt the pressure all day. Um, so moving forward, what is concerning about what we saw? Well, I don't, I don't know if anything's concerning. I don't want to see him get hit that much. Right. And this pass rush coming up is better than Jacksonville's. So you've got to – I mean, the offensive line has to be better. The receivers have to get open more quickly. You can't let him take a lot of shots. But I think there are going to be more opportunities to expand things based on the fact that when Julio Jones goes out there, you could see how different their secondary operated. They were like, there's two, there he is, there he, you know. And that was what was missing in New England. And I I think that's going to continue to get better. Um, I I think they're going to be able to finish some more drives. I think you're going to be able to see them work off of some more things. They ran the football very effective early in the game, particularly with Foreman. And then in the second half, when Jacksonville knows it's coming, well, you know, they put McNichols in there because he doesn't fumble. And so he had eight carries for 16 yards, but, you know, he's doing a job at that point. And the job is let's run the clock and let's get out of here. Now, that's, that can't be the strategy every week, Don. That's, that's probably not going to be what you do to beat Pittsburgh. You're probably going to have to open it up more. Yeah. And the question becomes – can you open it up more and protect the quarterback? And that's going to be an important point, I think. What do you think about that matchup? Titans open up a, a slight favorite over uh, Pittsburgh on the road. I mean, you know what it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be, you know, they're, they're coming with everything. You know, they're, they're desperate, and they've yep. got to have it. But you know what? We're desperate, and we got to have it, too. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one thing I think you're going to see from these Titans is I think that shutout is going to put some more teeth in this defense. When, when we've seen over the years teams pitch a shutout and start to do things well, they start to smell it. They start to think they're good. They start to have that confidence, that swagger again. And I, I think we're going to see that out of this defense. I think they're going to want to 
to go play the best. But, I mean, listen, it's a big challenge. Roethlisberger proves he can still throw it. They've got receivers. Najee Harris, a good running back. Fryermuth is a is a talented young tight end. On defense, I mean, Watt has 16 sacks. Cam Hayward is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. I mean, you know what you get. I mean, it's going to be hard. It's Pittsburgh. It's you know they were always the measuring stick. Floyd Reese and Jeff Fisher built teams to beat Pittsburgh because we were in the AFC Central, and if you were going to do something, you had to beat Pittsburgh. The the theory of that to me never changes because Pittsburgh is always going to be that team that is a hard nut to crack no matter what their record is. And I and Mike and I think you look at it, the the coaches in a sense mirror each other. Um, you know, tough, hard nosed, blue collar. Let's mm-hmm. go get it done. Ain't no need to talk about it. Line up, hit you in the mouth. What you gonna do about it? That's what you get That's from right. Tomlin. That's what you get from Vrabel. Looking at this, I'm not worried about the defense. I feel like they can they can hold their own, and especially going against a Roethlisberger right now, um, who arm isn't the same. You know what? I, I love to see. I can't wait to see what Bayer does um, in tempting him. <laughs> um, but outside of that, the O line. That's my question. How how much do they take from this game health wise? We see Ben Jones getting back right. He's doing cartwheels in the end zone, and you know what? Roger Southfield can push through. But man, that right side of that line, man, against. Big Cam, well, man, if he shifts over a little bit and then you got Watt, like they got some guys. They got some guys. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, hopefully Saffold can get back. You know, he didn't finish. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he can get back because Saffold is a big part of what we do. And he and Lawan are, you know, together as a tandem are mm-hmm. fantastic. The offensive line is going to have to be physical. Yeah. yeah they're going to they're gonna have to play with a tremendous physicality uh, to be able to to hold off the Steelers, to move the Steelers. I mean, that's just part of the job. You you understand what you're going to get when you play the Pittsburgh Steelers. It never changes. Chuck Knowles started it over 50 years ago. Bill Cowher continued it. Mike Tomlin is is still that same guy in that what you said is true. It's physical football. And you understand that you have to have it this time of year. Jeff Fisher used to close the training room. He put a note on the door. Training room is closed. Nobody's hurt. You can't be hurt because you're playing the Steelers and it's going to take everything you have this week to be ready for them. That was the message. That The message is that it, it's going to take all hands on deck. I mean, they certainly treated people with injuries, but that was just the point. <laughs> we know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't deny medical coverage. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it was symbolic. You know, yes. They yeah. need to say that important um but but you just you get it i mean you get who it i mean you know what we're walking into and i think our guys will be prepared for that i don't think that will be if the titans don't win i don't think that will be the problem i think they will be totally prepared for the physicality of what this is going to be and that edge i saw some edge yesterday yep i saw i saw them yeah i saw the roberson lick clean lick totally clean I saw some of the hits on the quarterback. I saw the way receivers got tackled even after making catches. There was edge. You know, there was edge there that's been missing for about a month. And some of that was health and some of that was people and some of that was the Titans lost a little bit of that. And uh, they're going to have to keep it up this week. They're going to need it the rest of the way. Good stuff, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, The coach's show coming up, Mike Vrabel's show coming up tonight. He's on at six again. He's decided since the Titans won, he wants to come back on at six. Oh, boy. So, 
So he's on the first two segments. Chris Mack from 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh is on, and then uh, Rhett Bryan and Amy Wells also joined me to talk a little bit during the course of the show. Tweet us your questions at Titans Radio, but get them in early. Don't wait till 6.30 because you'll be gone. He's going to address Zach Cunningham now, right? Because it's game week. Sure. <laughs> there we go. Right. It's time. You're allowed you to know, ask was... him. <laughs> Oh, I'll ask him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that'll be that'll be right off the top. I mean, listen, I, <laughs> right off the they top, were right? laughing at me over here at how excited I was about Zach Cunningham. I just think that's a fabulous pickup. I love it. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. Appreciate it. We'll be listening. See you. Take care. All right, Thanks, Mike God. Keith, voice of the Titans, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline.